Hold please. The naked golfist now driving. Welcome to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. I am your host, the Knackered Golfist. My phone is off to my left here, and it is ready for anything that I might need this time, and I do have my glasses on. So welcome to the Knackered Golfist Podcast. I am uh, sort of waiting for some newer updated equipment to come for me to try out for my podcast, and hopefully my podcast will sound better. And it'll sound a bit more professional and maybe a little bit more refined with a little bit of nuttiness here and there. Um, because I just got, I just was, I, I just was razzled about Jordan Spieth today. I mean, if razzled is a good word, I would say it's a good word because it sort of woke me up. It, it, it may have woken several people up from their hibernation out in the Midwest and the back East with all the cold going on. All the Jordan Spieth fans came alive probably today. If they didn't come alive last week when he was in Phoenix. But Jordan Spieth, what a showing this today. This is round three at the AT&T Pebble Beach Classic this week from Pebble Beach Golf Links where they're playing. And this is, this is interesting because this first year that they haven't had the Pro-Am event or the Pro-Am portion of the tournament, which I effectively like to call the Am-Pro where it's it's actually a decent and fun tournament to watch and it's fascinating and it's and it's 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 um how do I say entertaining and and CBS is doing a good job this year and they don't have they they you know they probably have the same amount of commercials but I think the the content that they're showing is a lot more compelling than it's been in a, in a long time the coverage that they had today, I, I watched about an hour and a half uh, of it. It was it was probably when they were on, well, obviously when they were on the back nine. I turned it on when they were on the 14th hole. And um, I guess Daniel Berger was sort of contemplating his third shot at 14, which incidentally is the number one handicap, according to Jim Nance, on the card at Pebble Beach. And that is that goes without saying, because 14, in my opinion, is probably one of the greatest... And challenging par fives in the world, you know, if if not, you know, in California here, where um, you know we like to think differently, <laughs> supposedly. But uh, fourteen at Pebble Beach is a very very compelling and fascinating hole because you have it's a it's a it's a right it's a left to right dogleg and it's uphill and the the green is so tiny. And they have this throat on the right side of the green that just, if you hit it wrong, the ball will just funnel down there and, and roll off the green. And I think for the shot that I saw that was played by uh, Daniel Berger, he, I mean, he was talking to his caddy about his shot selection process and what, how much, how much oomph to give it. You know, once he made contact, how much divot, how how far is the divot, how far is the divot going to fly upon impact? And he pulled it off well. He he pulled it off for, I mean, ideally in February, the ideal thing is to just ha- it's a three shot hole because it's it's usually pretty wet and moist and there's not a lot of run on that green. Sorry, not a lot of run on that fairway. And you have the bunker that is you know front left of the green that just really plays havoc into any sort of shot coming in that that is going after the is going after the flag. 
And and not notwithstanding, if the green is firm, if you hit it too hard, the ball will, the ball will roll off the roll off the green probably into a collection area behind you know the green at back left. But it's it's an amazing hole. It's one of my favorites at Pebble Beach. I've never played Pebble Beach. I've seen it. I've I've been to the AT and T. I think I think like three times total. Um, but it's a it's a it's a compelling hole. So anyway. I don't know where I was going with that, but what what are you doing, dude? What are you talking about? I was just trying to figure out where my path, where my uh, path of least resistance from my brain was going. You got to keep it together. Keep it together. Come on. The people are waiting and they want to know some content. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I just, I just need to figure this out. So I'm, I'm, I'm new at this. Okay. I'm new at this. Well, get together, get, get it together and figure out what you want to do and, and let's go forward. Okay. All right, jeez, producer's always in my ear. So, the 14th at uh, Pebble Beach. So I, that's when I turned it on. So I turned on the tournament, and they were they, the green. The 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 course looks immaculate. I mean, it always looks immaculate. Um, but the course and Jordan Spieth and I mean Jordan Spieth is the leader after day three at the uh, Pebble Beach Classic. And nobody, nobody of any sort of long-hitting skill sort of showed up for this week. Dustin Johnson was number one in the, is number one in the world, and he decided to skip this tournament because of, uh, I guess, jet lag reasons or something. So, you know, he, he could have showed up and he could have dominated, but it's like, I don't know if that's small potatoes for him or not. I mean, it's not my place to say, you know, why didn't, Jordan, why didn't Dustin Johnson show up? Because he would have ran away with it, I would think. But it seems like the uh, the Pebble Beach tournament doesn't seem to gather as many upper echelon top top ranked golfers uh, on the PGA Tour anymore, and I'm just wondering if that's akin to the reason why they have the 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 celebrity portion of the tournament, and maybe they don't want to deal with that, or or other reasons, or or if it's wet, it's going to play extremely long, and it's not going to be as fun. I mean. I don't know. It, it's it's usually a it's a postcard tournament, and and it's for all the folks that are back east, that are struggling to stay warm in the uh, in the Midwest and the uh, the back east, upper Midwest tundra stuff. You know, Minnesota. You know, I got I got a friend in Minnesota, Mark Hansen. Shout out to Mark. He's he's working away at his handicap, so he's working on something in that in that workshop of his. So. Um, so what are we? Where are we going with this? So what I was saying is they're only playing Pebble Beach. And Spyglass Hill this week, when they normally play the uh, the Monterey Dunes, uh, Monterey Bay Aquarium Country Club, or whatever it is, I, I can't remember what it is. I can't remember the the name of it. But they usually they used to have it at Poppy Hills, and they used to have it at well, that's when back in my day, early '90s, mid. You know, I played Poppy Hills once, and it was fun. It was really fun. Um, I'm gonna need some liquid sort of throat soothing here very soon. I brought this in. This is Sound Effects 101 for those of you listening. I was at the range today and I took a cooler with me and I had, I drank, gosh, I had like seven seltzer waters. You know, up, I have a video that's going to come out. It's for my Callaway Great Big Bertha 7-wood and I also did one for my Callaway Big Bertha Warbird 9-wood that is going to be on the Knacker Golfist pretty shortly on YouTube. So tune in for that. 
It's going to be really good content. And the oh my gosh, the clouds today were spectacular. It was like the beginning of, the beginning of that Groundhog Day movie with Bill Murray and how they do you know still shots or moving shots of of quickly paced uh, clouds. And it was really good. So I might I might do some sort of video genius with that. You know, if if you want to call me a genius, go ahead. So um, I'm just fired up. I'm fired up that I was able to. I hit 370 balls today on the range. I don't know if you, you hear you hear the term marathon uh, runners high. I, 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 I'm wondering if I achieved the hitting ball high kind of thing, where it's like you you hit past 300 balls and your your body is sort of like, ooh, I want more, and it and it feels good or something like that. No, I feel sore, and I feel this is an ibuprofen moment. So uh, send me an ibuprofen postcard, and I will be thankful. And uh, I am going to have to take something for my muscles in the next couple days. So I'm turning. I'm actually turning. Uh, I'm turning a new age uh, on Monday. So it's my birthday weekend. So I'm a bit excited. I'm expecting a new piece of kit to come to improve my show, and improve the uh, the quality of me being able to call people and talk to them for an interview and stuff like that. So. I'm thankful for that and thankful for my lovely wife telling me that if you please just get something for your podcast, you won't have to talk to me anymore. And I was like, thank you, honey. Thank you so much. I so desperately just need to talk to other people. So I will give you your space. Thank you. Thank you, my love. And just, and just, you know, I'm, I'm here to help. I'm here to give you support. I'll be in my studio, which I like to call the cooler. So. Today, the uh, seltzer water of choice is the Polar brand seltzer water, the black cherry flavor, which I purchased at Save Mart Supermarkets. I think it was $4 for a 12-pack, and that is rare. Rare to find seltzer water in a 12-pack that's available for consumption in the Northern California area. So, brought to you by Polar Seltzer Water. Mmm, ah, it's so refreshing. Mm. So I hit 370 balls today. I was at the Hagen Oaks Golf Course, the Hagen Oaks Golf Complex, Hagen Oaks National, Sacramento National, as I'd like to call it. No, I don't like to call it that. Um, but uh, I hit 370 balls, and I brought two sets of clubs with me. I brought my Hogan Edges. And I brought my, um, gosh, I brought I brought all I brought two separate bags. I have a huge sort of Nike sumo uh, wrestler Nike uh, driver bag that uh, that holds a lot of clubs in it. And I had my my Ram Golden Ram Tour grinds with me. I brought my uh, my Titleist 975J driver. I had my two Callaway Great Big Bertha Woods, my five wood and my seven wood. I had uh, a bunch of other clubs. And oh my god, I love my sand wedge. I love my $5 Goodwill Find sand wedge that I found. I think it was six months ago I found it at Goodwill. It could have been a year ago. Um, it's a marvelous, marvelous wedge. It's a sand wedge. It's the Lou Ortiz Orlemar brand handmade forged sand wedge. And what's amazing about it is that it has the, the Precision Rifle 6.0 FCM shaft. And hitting a solid shot with that wedge is like is like cutting through butter for a hot biscuit. 
And it's it's an amazing find that I had um, as as far as wedges go. So I have a 52 degree wedge that's a FCM 6.0 shaft, and then I have my Nike um, 60 degree wedge that has a S400 shaft in it. Uh, excuse me, a Burt button coming up. Um, I'm editing it. I'm editing that out. I promise. So. Uh, I hit 370 balls today, and I and I and I and I had some interesting conversation. I kind of wish I captured it more. I uh, I got I get there, and I got and I got into a conversation with somebody about my rig that I made um, for the show, and also I do a racing uh, sort of YouTube channel as well. It's sort of a thing that I made that I'm not really going to give any details about because I don't want anyone stealing it, but. Uh, I talked to this person about my rig, and and I noticed how much Pittsburgh sports garb that this person had. His name was Cheech, and he is from oh, if I, I hope I, I hope I get this right, Washington County, Pennsylvania. His name is Cheech, and he actually does lessons at the range there at Hagen Oaks National Golf Course. And we talked, and we got to talking, and he had like a Pittsburgh Penguins hat on. And he had a Pittsburgh Steelers uh, jacket on. And so I asked him, I said, are you from Pittsburgh? Are you big into, uh, you know, Pittsburgh sports? And he says, yes, I'm huge into Pittsburgh sports. And so I told him, I said, here's my card. I do a podcast. And I recently got to talk to Bob Friend. And Bob Friend, his dad was a pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And I, I... I don't know. I, something came over me. I'm like, I really want to capture this, you know, talking about his admiration for Mr. Bob Friend, who is the pitcher for the Pittsburgh Pirates. And so I, I sent like, and I'm friends with Bob Friend on Facebook. And so I sent Bob Friend a little, uh, you know, happy, happy greeting. Uh, and it was great. So I, 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 uh, I'm so thankful that I had met this gentleman and, and he was so honored that, uh, that I, I would have sent that little message to Mr. Bob Friend, and I hope it's okay. But uh, I, I was just really tickled to, to meet this gentleman and, and to hear his story about how he saw Bob Friend pitch at the, uh, at the famous stadium before they played at Three River Stadium in Pittsburgh, uh, where the Steelers and the, and the Pirates played on the AstroTurf. But um, I don't I don't remember what stadium it was back then. But he had very many fond memories of watching Bob Friend pitch baseball uh, for the Pirates, and so he was very honored. And I was honored to sort of capture this little story that I had. And I I haven't heard from Bob yet, but I'm I'm just I'm just fascinated by golf is such a small sport. There I mean this could be a small world sometimes. It really can. So um, another swig. Mmm. Of seltzer water. So I hope you're well. I hope you enjoyed the CBS golf coverage this afternoon. I don't know if you want to call it an emergency podcast for, you know, the success of Jordan Spieth today. I actually put out a, a, a notice on Facebook. I said, I think Jordan just won the tournament at the Pebble Beach Classic here in February at the AT&T Pebble Beach Classic. I really think he just won. And people are like, eh, just settle down there, Tiger. Or... Or you must be smoking the good stuff there, you know. And I was like, I was laughing pretty hard with that. That was pretty funny. But uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about watching Jordan and uh, how how he fares tomorrow with the uh, the rest of the field. 
and I don't know what the weather is, but they were having some fierce, fierce wind today coming off the ocean. And it was fascinating to see how they dealt with it. And I, I, I was actually listening to the events in the car with the PGA radio coming back from the range, and it was pretty good. But um, anyway, so I made, excuse me, so I made some videos. I made a video for my 7-wood, and I made a video for my Callaway, my Callaway 7-wood and my Callaway 9-wood. The great big Bertha 7-wood and my great, or my big Bertha Warbird 9-wood. So it's really good. I had some good uh, shots, and I was hitting the ball really good. And um, I, I wasn't really hitting my Graham Tour grinds very well, but I was hitting my Hogan Edge irons a lot better because I actually put some lead tape behind the head, or right, right sort of below, how do I say it? Right below the sweet spot behind the, uh, behind the face of the club. And I, I really think that it felt a lot better and oh, by the way, before I forget, I had a few sessions with the with the Callaway Seven Wood um, earlier this week, and I didn't have any sort of lead tape, any kind of weighting on it uh, back when I tried it first. But I put some lead tape on it today, and it's and it feels completely different. I can really smoke the ball, smoke the cover off that ball with the uh, with the with the club now, and I just I just pound through that ball, and it really. It really uh, looks good with the trajectory because it's a it's a dynamic gold X100 shaft that I put in there, and it just it really works well. And it's uh, I can draw the ball, I can draw the ball, and I can fade the ball, and it's really it's really good feel. And uh, get yourself one of those clubs and take the shaft out of it and put a dynamic gold X100 shaft into it and see what happens. You won't be disappointed, especially if you are somewhat skilled at ball striking you may you may do well with it so i recommend it <clears throat> especially especially when you get out in the heavy 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 rough and i mean i'm only talking about me because i only play municipal courses and i don't i don't really need to hit the ball a long way i already hit the ball a, a, a bit better than the average golfer but I'm just saying that if you get the ball in the rough, you need a club that can get through the rough to get that ball launched on a good trajectory to get close to the green. And having having a steel-shafted fairway wood will actually help you to not yank it too far left or yank it too far right. So I, I really think that's a good idea. For my sake, for my game, I, 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 really, I really think that's a good thing. You know, Tiger used to do it. Uh, Steve Elkington used to have steel shafted uh, fairway woods, and it works. I think it really does work, and it really can improve the uh, consistently, consistently, you know, staying close to the fairway. So check those out on the Knacker Golfist YouTube channel, and it'll be good. It's a good video, and I, I'm, I'm doing it all in 4K with my phone, and it really works well. So uh, I'm looking forward to making it, and. Uh, and editing it, and so it'll be up probably tonight. So, uh, anyway, what else do I want to talk about? Uh, hit 370 balls. I still haven't taken the ibuprofen yet, and uh, it's my birthday weekend, and I'm excited. And AT&T is this weekend, and Daytona 500 is tomorrow. Uh, mm, what else is going on? Oh, and Riviera's next week. Riviera, the Nissan LA Greater Nissan Los Angeles Open is next week. What is it called this week? 
The Genesis Invitational, Genesis Open. The Genesis Open. Is Genesis Hyundai or... I don't know. I Gen, Okay, Genesis is with Hyundai, right? It's Hyundai! It's not Nissan, it's Hyundai! Okay, Hyundai is... It, they make the, uh, the Genesis uh, motor car that's the luxury vehicle. Is that a five-speed manual, by chance? I don't know. You have to go to a dealer and figure it out. Um, all right, I'm going to check that out. So... Check out the Nissan Open. Oh, gosh. The Genesis Open from Riviera Country Club next week on CBS and your local sports affiliate. No, never mind. I'm just excited. I'm excited. Uh, excited about golf and excited about the end. Well, just enjoy Just enjoy what we have. Just enjoy. I mean, we had a little rain this week. Let's hope it doesn't rain too much down in Monterey tomorrow night or tonight into tomorrow for Jordan. So uh, let's all... Or I, I hope that Jordan wins because it'll put him back on the map and it'll give a lot of people faith again and it'll be great. It'll be like it'll be like God talking to Moses. No, it'll be good. It'll be good. Jordan winning again will be good for the game and it will be great for no laying up because they're probably doing an emergency podcast right now to sort of document the historical. Uh, happening of Jordan Spieth holding out on 16th. So let's talk about that shot. So I was watching uh, the tournament, and my wife is gone. She's actually at a, a friend's sort of party, something or other. Or I shouldn't say that. She's at a, a, friend, a, 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 a socially distant uh, gathering. And uh, I uh, was at home watching the golf tournament in the house, and my son was watching his sort of program in his room. Not in his room, but in, in our... That's too much information. You're too much information! People don't need to know that! Okay, sorry. He he, he watches his own... His, his stuff on his sort of section of the house, so... Anyway, so I am going crazy. So he hit a shot that was similar to that shot that he hit down in Phoenix last week. I think it was on the 14th hole. It was like the par 5 where it was like the second shot going into uh, the green, and it was sort of the similar sort of hole shape, where it was sort of, it was, the pin was cut on the left side of the green, left, or sorry, left, left center of the green, and Jordan just went flag hunting for it, and he did it again for this hole on 16, and he got it in the hole. And the slope is flowing towards the ocean, the way Jack Nicklaus says, or it flowed with the ocean, and he, it, the ball hit on the green, and it rolled right in the cup. And I just went crazy. I just went, oh, my God, I can't believe that happened. That was so cool seeing that. And my son is yelling at me from the other side of the house, Dad, shut up! <laughs> so anyway, I was, I was excited about that. And, and, and with no fans there, there was no justice for that shot. It was only guys like me yelling in their living room, yelling, Oh my God, Jordan just got an eagle! And so that was when I said, Jordan just won the AT&T Pebble Beach Classic. So I am hoping that Jordan wins tomorrow, and I hope that you get to watch it. Thanks for listening to the Knackered Golfers Podcast. Thank you for my wife in buying me a great birthday present to, up to update the equipment for the show. And I'm thankful for Hagen Oaks, thankful for 
my golf clubs. Thankful for you listening. Thank you for the Forge Golf Appreciation. Thank you for Doug Otten with uh, making my seven wood a reality. And uh, thank you to for me to meet that gentleman uh, named Cheech and who loves Bob Friend. So uh, thanks for listening to the Knackered Golfers Podcast, and we will see you soon. Four, please. The Knackered Golfist now driving.